And we're back for the latest episode of the Rule of the Juggle podcast. I am your host, Anthony. And tonight I am actually without my host, Will, because of unforeseen reasons. So we are actually going to discuss post-game on the Cleveland Browns-Bengals matchup for week one. So, without further ado, we'll go ahead and give my thoughts on offense, defense, and special teams, and give you my thoughts as a whole of the team as a whole for week one. So, without further ado, let's get started. Well, as you all know, The Bengals did get thrashed today. The final score being 24-3 in favor of the Cleveland Browns. It was a rough day for the team as a whole. Most of all, it was a rough day for Bengals fans. I'm going to give my thoughts defensively as a whole. I thought the defense did well starting off because the defense was getting at it. They were putting hits to Deshaun Watson. They were stopping Nick Chubb early on. But we all knew coming into the game, you can't let Nick Chubb establish a rhythm. And you can't give Deshaun Watson time to throw. You get Time to throw or time to get, gain his confidence. You let him gain his confidence. What ends up happening at every time, and this is with any quarterback, you give a quarterback time to throw or get passes off, he starts to get into a rhythm, gains his confidence, he suddenly become, becomes unstoppable. Plus, on top of that, that offensive line of the Cleveland Browns was hellacious. We all knew going into this game, it was going getting ready to be a dogfight. And when I say dogfight, I mean it was going to be a it was we were expecting I expected it to be a very tight game. I didn't expect it to end up going the way it went, which was ra- a rather big shocker. I'm going to say overall defensively, I was actually, in my opinion, some people may disagree with me. I didn't think, and I can go back and look at the film even further. I didn't think Dax Hill, I didn't think Dax Hill did terrible, especially with the interception that he ended up getting. I didn't think the defensive line did terrible, especially the fact the defensive line and the linebackers were getting into Sean's face. But when your defense is on the field constantly, three and out, three and out, three and out by the offense, and your defense has no time to rest, you you can't expect the defense to not get tired at some point. I mean, when you have the likes of a Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, DJ Reader, 
Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, or the likes of a young Dax Hill that potentially has the, that has the chance to be a potential star for us. Well, you got those guys that have constantly coming on to the having to come on the field because the offense can't produce, can't produce, can't pick up momentum on drives, get first downs, get touchdowns, and put points on the board when the defense is doing their job to limit the production of the Cleveland Browns offense and especially their phenom running back, Nick Chubb, which we all knew going into this game, he was going to be the biggest threat outside of that offensive line. Overall, the defense, I'm going to give them a B minus grade because I don't think they did. I think they did good, but I think they still could. There's still little small areas that they could improve at, if you if you will. If you yeah, if you will. So I'm going to say this. As tough as it was to watch that game, there was there was a few bright spots that came out of that. Feel free to comment anything that you want to say, Bengals fans. Only thing I'm going to say to try to reframe: let's not talk about Joe's talk about Joe's contract or anything of that sort, because I've already discussed that in a previous video. Let's keep it on today's matchup between the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati and our Cincinnati Bengals. So without further ado, I'm going to say let's transition over into the offensive side, which I'm going to pretty much have quite a bit to say because I was, well, let's get to it. All right. We've, Talked about the defense. Let's talk about the offense. The offense, I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed. I feel like the offense as a whole, everywhere from Joe all the way to the O-line, came out flat. I'm going to blame it. I'm going to say it even comes down to the coaching staff. I don't. I don't know if we I don't want to say that we didn't prepare at all because I think that's a very lofty accusation to just throw out but I'm going to say I don't think that we stuck to the things that worked because when you already looked at the weather conditions going on in that game when you have when you start running the ball and Joe Mixon is getting the running, getting things going, he's starting to pick up tempo. He's starting to get you yards downfield. You go away from running the freaking ball. Why? Why do you go away from running the damn ball when that's what was working for you? Joe couldn't hold on to the ball because of slick conditions. I whether that be true or not i'm i'm just i'm just talking here folks i'm just going to say this much 
Play calling was lackluster because when when you found little things that worked, you can't. But you're constantly trying to get the ball downfield by the pass. That's it's frustrating because I think, as you all know, or at least the few that follow the pod that I found out that do follow the podcast that know me know. I love the Bengals. I love this team. I'm very passionate, but I'm not going to sugarcoat what is what my thoughts are. It doesn't change how I feel about the Bengals. It doesn't change how I feel about the Cincinnati Bengals at all. But when you're in the course of the game, you can't get anything going on the pass. But you find out, but you're running back. Oh, he's getting, he starts off getting three yards here, two yards, no yards, then starts breaking three yards, five yards, 10 yard, 12 yard runs. And you're starting to see that your running game is working. Why do you go away from it? That is counterproductive. That is just crazy. It's mind numbing. Believe me, I trust and I believe in Zach Taylor. I, but I think Zach and Brian, Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator, need to gut check themselves because I'm tired of getting embarrassed by the Browns. I'm tired of it. Because, and then on top of that, I'm tired of seeing Bengals fans suddenly get divided because. They're saying because from everything from talking about the contract of Joe Burrow all the way to, oh, this coach should be fired. This coach should be fired. That coach should be fired. Talking about firing people midseason. At this point, what are we going to do? So at this point, only thing I could say is just. the one bright spot I saw in that game offensively, because otherwise it was a dumpster fire. I mean, an absolute dumpster fire doesn't change Cincinnati Bengals, how much I love you all as a team, but I'm going to call an ace and ace and a spade a spade. The one bright spot that I saw was that Burrow got well, for opening day, Burrow didn't get hit seven times or seven, eight, ten times in the course of a game. He only got sacked twice. I'll take that. That's the one moral victory that I can say from the offense that I'm willing to say, hey, on the bright spot, Joe Burrow only got sacked twice because at the end of the day, it's football. Sacks are going to happen. Interceptions are going to happen, but you want to limit it as much as possible to how many. But... I think between everybody came out flat. Joe came out flat. Jamar came out flat. The O-line came out flat. That that can't. I know everybody's saying that the preseason, the starters should have played. I'm not going to say I don't disagree with that because I, I very much do. But 
I do understand from the coaches' perspectives because it is becoming a growing trend that a lot of these teams sit their players in the preseason, sit their starters in the preseason because they don't want to risk anybody getting hurt, especially now when you got some quarterbacks that are worth two hundred plus million. I can understand that completely. It's not you won't get any any flack from me. But I'm going to say this, and hopefully, and I, I sincerely hope that someone from the Bengals organization is listening. What's done is done as far as this preseason. But next year, during the preseason, can we get even just a series from our offensive and de- defensive starters? Just a series. It can be whether it's a three and out or it's a ten or twelve play drive and they go for a score. In one game, I'll I'll give them that. Just the one game. Hey, I'll take one game. If we if they we can do that, can we can we meet somewhere in the middle? So that way we I, I'm tired of seeing this team come out flat in the first few weeks. Because the first thing I have to hear as a Bengals fan is hear other Fairweather Bengals fans talking about how they're talking like it's the end of the world. So, my grade at this point for the entire Bengals offense I gotta give I gotta give the whole offense and even even the play calling from Zach Taylor and Brian Callahan's schemes. I'm gonna give it an F. I, I don't want to because believe me, I know so much money is being put into this offensive line. We gotta see more. We can't just sit there and see lackluster play calling. It we're we just can't see that. I believe in Zach Taylor. I truly, truly do. I think he's. I think he's shown he's dedicated to this to this team, and he's shown that he's not only dedicated to the city, but he loves the city. So I admire and I I sincerely do that. Do acknowledge that, but I hope if Zach is listening, that. Let's figure out where we went wrong in this game. And let's not have, and I sincerely hope that we do not have a repeat of week one, a week from today when the Bengals have their home opener against the Baltimore Ravens. I hope on defense, and I know we talked earlier with I didn't gave my defensive takeaways, but I actually forgot one. Mike Hilton ended up being exposed a bit when it came to certain deep routes. We've got the rookie. We've got that rookie, DJ Turner. We've got Cam Taylor Britt. Can we can we switch it up a little bit just to try to? So we don't leave, and part of the thing is when it comes to defensively, you can't keep putting your guys in positions where you know they have a clear weakness, 
and leave them exposed. It's 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 bad. That leads to big that leads to big play, busted plays. That leads to situations like what happened. To, that can lead to situations like what happened today. But overall, the defense. My hat goes off to you. Every all the guys on the defense. Because y'all balled out. Y'all sincerely did. So, without my final grade for offense, I got to give y'all an F. And then now, at this point, we're going to go ahead and transition over into the special teams department because I don't think they did that much better either. But I think. Anyway, well, let's get to it. All right. As we transition, we're going to talk about the special teams section. Uh, I wasn't really too pleased with the special teams because at the end of the day, other than a couple of spots in the course of the game, our special teams players did not leave us in good, with good with good. They kept leaving the players from the Cleveland Browns in good field position. We're supposed to be putting them in worse field position. Brad Robbins. Uh, I don't want to come down too hard on him because he's a rookie. And this was the first game. But I hope with next week, and I hope this week we can get some of these mistakes ironed out because Brad Robbins came. Anybody that's watched the draft or kept up with training camp, Brad Robbins is our putter who was drafted in, I believe it was the fifth or sixth, is the fifth or sixth round. And the kid, damn good. In college, he was one of the ranked as one of the best putters in in college and in the NCAA out of Michigan. That's the reason why we brought him in. We brought him in to compete with Drew Christman because our punt, uh, yeah, our punting was bad last year, even. And for a first game, I'm willing to say let's chalk. Well, Bengals fans, let's chalk it up as maybe the kid had nerve, was nervous. Weather conditions don't help. I'm not going to say that that's the sole sole reason because I think that's inexcusable. You can't blame bad performance off from offense, defense, offense, defense, or special teams solely on the weather. But I am gonna say that you have to you you can't come out you can't come out flat. You get. The punters have a just as important of a job as the quarterback. Every team, every spot on that team is just as important as the next. Every spot on the special teams is just as important as the next. 
because you got because the special teams guys have to keep the offense from having good field position. You want to you want to be able to put pin them back in their end zone as close to their end zone as possible. You don't want to turn around and have to go punt the ball and you only punt it 30 yards. You want that ball going 40, 50, 60 yards as far back as you can get it. But also, too, like I said, it boils down to that the Bengals just I'm going to chalk this as as a as as a tough loss but I think this could be a learning experience for them. This is something that I look at last year and I hope this could be a precursor that hey like last year yeah we stumbled stumbled at the gate but let's not go to two and let's not go oh and two then two and two then two and three then three and four let's not do that let's get get the fiery let's get fired up let's get going because this coming week Bengals hey we're at home the, the Ravens come to us they come to the jungle they are happy to come see us like what Coach Duffner says, they got to play us. They have to play us. We didn't have that attitude going into the Browns game. Let's have that attitude going into this week's game against the Ravens. It starts from the team all the way to the fans. Everybody, especially any of the season ticket holders like myself out there, Man, y'all get fired up. Let's make sure that we come to this game Sunday and let's freaking go and cheer as loud as possible because they need to feed off that energy. We need to move. This is, from my history of 30-plus years of being a Bengals fan, I've seen the best that this team has to offer. I want to see them bring that Lombardi trophy home. I know just like any other fan, the birthplace of football is in Ohio. Since the beginning of the Super Bowl era, the Lombardi trophy has never ventured to its rightful place, the birthplace of football. We need to make that happen. Bengals, the Bengals organization, I hope you're hearing this. If you are, let's make this happen. Week one was rough. That was a kick in the teeth. We got it. We literally got kicked in the teeth. We got kicked in the teeth bad. I hope that does not happen again this year. Because... Offensively, we came out flat. We got our we got our butts shellacked. Defensively, <clears throat> my guys on defense. Hey, you guys stayed in it up until the end of the third quarter. I understand you guys got tired, but please, y'all got to dig deep. 
dig deep when they're when they pick yeah pick the pick the offense up when they're when they're not when they're tired when they're like they were it just feels like nobody picked each nobody was picking each other up so i don't want to keep this i don't want to keep you guys all all the whole time because i know unless you guys want me to start doing longer episodes I say let's go ahead and go ahead and call it a night. I sincerely hope that you guys will tune in Friday because I'm hoping to have Will back because that way we can get ready for our pregame discussion. And like the Browns one, we're it was kind of loud. We were actually at a restaurant having our discussion over dinner. So we're going to title the Friday discussion, if we can make it happen, the pregame dinner discussion, preparing for the Ravens. So anyway, before I go, I hope you guys, if any of you like what I'm doing, please leave a comment. Please subscribe. Please get this uh, let's help get this out to other Bengals fans because I want to see this podcast do well. I really love talking football and this is what I hope to become a passion project because I like I said I love talking Bengals football. So like subscribe leave comments I want to engage with you guys. So on that note, I bid you a who day and let's get this. Let's put this loss behind us and get ready for the Ravens. Have a good night, guys.